This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Friday edition. That means the coach, Preston O'Neill, will join us. Coach, how are you? I'm doing really well, Mom. How about you? Oh, I can't complain. Sunshine and lollipops, big boy. That's right. You know, mine is I drove it around. If my car starts acting like it might have some virus problems, you know where I do. I think you're going to take it over to J.P.'s. I'm going to go to Jerry Potts Auto Care, 615-867-6622, and let them get a test. All right, well, you ready for some feet ball? Let's, uh, let, well, yeah, I'm ready for some. All right. Uh, are we going to have any? You know, that's, that's kind of the great debate right now, isn't it? Um it, Will college football be played? I think it's. What do you think? You think fifty-fifty? I was was, uh, looking at uh, the conferences yesterday, and uh, looking at some of the schedule changes and all, and and you know, I went down to the independents, which includes BYU, of course, UMass. And uh, Connecticut have canceled their season. Yeah. MTSU was scheduled to play Connecticut. Right. You know, and of the uh, five independents, was Army, BYU, Liberty, New Mexico, UConn, and UMass. Uh, New Mexico, UConn, and uh, Massachusetts have canceled their schedule. BYU schedule has three games on it. Uh, Army has four. Does that include MTSU? Excuse me. Yeah, that includes MTSU and Navy. Uh, And Liberty is the only independent of the five that has a full schedule. So... Again, trying to fill, uh, I mean, BYU and Army have three games on their schedule, August 21st. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. So it's, uh, and Liberty schedule, you know, has some Division Two people on it. So it'll be interesting. Again, it's going to be an interesting year. It is. Um, you know, and you think about it, if it starts, uh, MTSU will start two weeks from tomorrow or maybe today. They haven't said whether they're going to play that on a Friday or Saturday yet. So, right. Um, right. That might be a pretty good TV game because uh, all the other conferences are starting later. So I think yes. so. Um, it'd be an well, opportunity, I think you know. Some of the 
Well, there's only three of the Power Five playing, but some of the non-Power Five conference, uh, you know. They're all starting to, like, I think the Big 12s the week after middle plays, uh, the ACC's the following week, and then the SEC um, the 26th um, of September. So um, you're the American Athletic uh the Sun Belt and the um, Conference USA. It's an opportunity for those guys to get some uh, get some games on television that otherwise they probably wouldn't have. Yeah, from the positive standpoint, you know the uh, non-Power Five conferences. You know they have a, some of those. You know the Mac played on Tuesday nights a lot, and uh, other games on Thursday night. Uh, but the Mac and the Mountain West aren't playing, and those were you know the teams that played during the middle of the week. So that gives some opportunity for uh, the Conference USA uh, to get some more TV time. Yeah, it's going to be, um, you know, I mean, you know, as Chris Massaro said, the clock's about to strike mid- midnight. Um, I guess the good news is if you're a football fan, um, uh, we've heard no talk of cancellations yet. But still, the other side of you says, well, it, they haven't said it's a firm go. I mean, they're pushing toward that goal. Um, whether they can meet it, I don't know. Right. So, you know, and what if you do have a player to get um, test positive? I know uh, here somewhat locally um, – White County was supposed to play um, Cannon County uh, tonight, uh, but um, had to cancel the game because they had one player test positive. Uh, and that's what I think you're going to see a lot of that in high school, and you're going to see a lot of it with the colleges too, I think. Well, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. Uh, I mean, as you just said, you know, you had one player test positive, and he's been, you know, he's exposed everybody else in the locker room. <laughs> and then you can't play. And, and you do you not play for two weeks? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, another thing, um, when you talk about colleges, now a lot of them are doing online only. Uh, but, you know, MTSU's not, as far as I know. They're planning on, you know, they had move-in day last week, uh, last Saturday, I believe. Um, you know, you're going to be you're gonna be around a lot more people uh, if you're a football player. I know there was a player at Ole Miss said he was really concerned about it, you know. Those people were going to go being out partying and stuff and, inadvertently give it to maybe a football player or two. So uh, I think that's a big concern is your classroom settings uh, and all that. Well, I mean, you take a look at what happened at the University of North Carolina. You know, they're over there practicing and their students come back. And in a week, they're uh, now going to 100% virtual cl- uh, class. And they're sending the students home or off campus. Sure that many of them will continue to stay in their apartments or off-campus living situations. But uh, I had a friend of mine who had a had her son at Oklahoma State. He'd been back there four days, and then over the weekend he'd been exposed four times, and he's virtually for the next two weeks. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's happening, and how it's all going to end up. It's just going to be crazy watching the, uh, the things that it all take place. You know, and what's weird, you know, you can have scientists. I'm, obviously, they know more than we do, but they come up with their hypotheses and whatnot. Like, uh, if you remember back in the spring and when it was still cold, um, they were saying, well, once it gets hot, this virus, this virus will not like the heat. Well, this virus has thrived in the heat. You know? Yeah, it's not affected like the normal flu. So, um, it's um, 
I know we all want it. And I'll tell you something, Smyrna's doing something pretty cool and um, a lot of, you know, and, and projecting, I think, and of any possible scenario. Next week, um, I think they play Centennial at home. That's their senior night. Really? Which I thought was a neat idea because you never know if the when or if the plug will get pulled. So they're going to make sure their seniors get a senior night. I thought that was, I thought that was some insightful thinking on their part. Oh, that's really cool. So, because every kid wants a senior night, and they deserve it. You know, and I think the TWSAA and the schools are doing all they can to play because they saw the hurt and anguish it caused them. Um, their senior athletes who played spring sports last year when the plug was pulled on them. Well, there's no doubt. You know, there's a lot of effort, a lot of work, uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears uh, getting ready to compete. And when the plug's pulled for things that, you know, you really don't have any control over, a very disappointing time. Um, you know, I mean, you could take you could take the other side. Well, it's a game. Uh, life happens. It's a growing experience for those kids. Uh, you know, and learning how to deal with disappointment, uh, as we all have to do. Yet it was one no generation has ever faced. Correct. You know, we played football every year. Uh, the last time. College football was canceled during World War II. So there's been a number of generations going through life that haven't experienced this. You're listening to All Sports Talk, joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Peter Demas, and I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas's restaurants. One of the things that we have always done is we have been very careful with the way that we sanitize our tables. We have mandatory hand washing stations. Our employees are required to wear masks. We are just overall just being very careful with everything that we are doing and the way we handle food, the way we handle plates to ensure everybody's safety as they return and start enjoying the dining room experience again. Demas's restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro. In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. The high school season underway. Last night it was Rockvale hosting Laverne tonight. Oakland will take on Hendersonville. A Hendersonville team that Coach Kevin Creasy knows will be a different team this year. A really good coaching staff. Most of those guys played there, been there most of their coaching career. Uh, they're always uh, well coached. 
We got on them early last year. We expect it to be a little bit different this year. Most of their guys were first-year starters, like a bunch of our guys are, but they've got experience now, and they've got some speed. You know, Hendersonville is usually pretty smash-mouth and physical, which they still are, but now you throw in the speed that they got with uh, the running backs, and, and like I said, they were mostly sophomores and juniors last year, and now they've moved on up. We'll have the coverage tonight beginning at 6 with a kickoff of 7 o'clock. State Farm preps sports tonight. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Well, Preston, um, let's say middle does play. Let's be let's let's be positive today. Yeah. Um, they go to Army. You know what kind of offense they're going to run. Um, how difficult is that to prepare for? Well, the best part of that, Monty, is that it's the opening game of the year. Uh, you're going to spend the majority of camp uh, trying to just get your team better on what you do. And the, the positive part of that is that you're not, you know, uh, you're not opening quite as early as you would have, so you're getting some additional practice time. Uh, Army was a late addition to the schedule due to the COVID situation. And I would imagine that the defensive staff, along with the offensive staff, is spending a significant amount of time breaking film down and getting a game plan together. You know, a lot of that stuff is done in the spring and uh, the summer as you prepare to get ready for your opening game, and, and in this case, which is a new opponent. Uh, and, they, you know, an Army creates a, more big, a bigger problem than a lot of folks because they're a wishbone team, and you don't see that very often. Uh, so you have to prepare different, and it makes you change um, – a lot of the techniques defensively uh, that you would use in the normal game plan against a spread offense, which is what 90% of the people out there are doing today. So uh, it's a lot of problems. Your defense has to be as disciplined, if not more disciplined, than the offense to take care of their responsibility and to recognize the keys. And it's not something you do every day. So it's a tough opponent to prepare for. And not the funnest of days for defensive linemen, is it? No. No. With the cut uh, blocks. I mean, it could get, you know, they do a lot of different things, but they're, you know, the base premise is off, you know, the triple option, dive quarterback pitch. Uh, they run the counter, uh, break the bone, you know, do a number of things, but the, you got to stop the fullback. You can't let the fullback beat you is how we always prepared against you got to make sure the person that has the dive is taking the dive uh and then everybody reacts you know to the quarterback pitch and you obviously there are people assigned to take those so it takes a very deep uh, a very disciplined approach uh to prepare for that type of offense Georgia Southern always had a beast at pullback, didn't they? Yes, they did. They did. You know, you take the, the defensive end or the tackle or whatever you want to call him, the outside guy in the, in the four-man front. Uh, you know, those guys are turned loose on the pass rush. In a lot of cases, just get to the quarterback anywhere you can. Inside, outside, go get him. Uh, against this offense, all four of those guys and the linebackers, and you've got to be disciplined to take your responsibility, do your job. If you have the dive, take the dive. And uh, if you have the quarterback, whether it's the linebacker, the end, uh, got to scrape outside. Hug it tight, not to kick, create a crease inside, and take the quarterback. Do your job. 
and that's a far cry uh, from what they're asked to do day in, day out. Now, that, not to say that they're not a sign of responsibility or a gap that they have to take, uh, but it's an entirely different approach. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, that's, a, to me, a very tough opponent to open up with, and uh, Blue Raiders will play then, then they'll have a week off, then they'll play Troy, and then have another week off. Um, I have not heard what they're going to do about their game with Old Dominion canceling um, canceling its season. They're the only conference school to date that has done that, so uh, the athletic directors had already voted and said, hey, if somebody – uh, does not want to play or can't play, um, that's fine, but we're going to move ahead. So they're, the Conference USA is trying to move ahead. Um, trying to move ahead, you know, and, and there's different situations depending on where you are. I mean, let's look at Rice and uh, Florida Atlantic and Florida International. And Rice is in one of the hotbeds in Houston. Miami is obviously, you know, Miami University's already been brought up in the national news. Uh, you know, there's they have issues down there with, with COVID. So uh, they have even a bigger problem in Houston and Miami than we do around the nation. So, uh, you know, they're, they're as much day-to-day as anybody else. Well, again, uh, MTSU does not know if it's going to play on the 4th or the 5th. I think Army originally had the the fourth as a TV slot. Um, but I don't think CBS sports has decided what they're going to do yet, uh, with, um, army, even an outside chance, middle and army could be on the big network. Now, that would be something, wouldn't it? That would be, that would be, I mean, the SEC's not playing that weekend. And, uh, uh, CBS sports would be looking for the afternoon football game on the September the 5th, and there's definitely an option, and there's not a lot of them out there. No. So it could be a great opportunity for middle to get national exposure. And you got to feel like people are dying for football. They'll watch it. Yeah. You know, they don't, I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> Maybe we'll have game day at middle and army. Well, that'd be something for sure, but uh... – it's going to be interesting how they handle game day this year. I haven't heard their plans, but if they're not going to, if they're going to be um, in studio or on, I, I I doubt they'll probably be on campus. I don't know. Uh, uh, middle hasn't has middle released its home game policies yet. No, um, they haven't said anything about the. I know, like the beer garden is going to be closed. The concessions will be open, but it's pretty much pre-packed food. Um, the outdoor boxes are open. Uh, the suites are open. Um, they haven't made any announcement on tailgate. I think UT and Alabama both said no tailgating. No uh, tailgate at both of those places. And uh, limited. I think they've cut the... I think Tennessee... Tennessee ten, allowed twenty five thousand fans. Yeah, Tennessee twenty five thousand. So um, those those openers are going to be interesting, you know. I mean, I guess twenty five thousand fans can make some noise, but that's a cavernous build. I mean, it's a cavernous uh, stadium they're in. So there's a hundred thousand seats, Monty. <laughs> be a lot of fans disguised as seats, as one of my former. Peters used to say, uh, and the NFL talking about not playing in front of anything. Well, I know the Tennessee Titans will not be at least through September. Now they only have one home game, um, but that that came down the directive from Mayor Cooper, and I think there's four uh, soccer games that will not be exactly. fans will not be allowed to go to. So. Um, well, you know, there's so many things going on. Where are they going to play? When they're going to play? Are they going to play? And then there's who they're going to who's going to play. You know, there are individual players that are opting out to play this year. 
Which I don't think he can begrudge him for it. No. No. You know, it just keeps getting more interesting every day as uh, people try to determine how to handle this situation. You know, the quarterback at Ohio State is for one of them. My mind flips at this point, but, you know, there's a quarterback still banging on uh, the Big Ten changing their policy. That's not going to happen. No, as a matter of fact, um, uh, League Commissioner Kevin Warren uh, wrote this in an open letter last night that, quote, the vote of the Big Ten Council, <coughs> excuse me, of presidents and chancellors was overwhelmingly in support of postponing fall sports, and this will not be revisited. So they're planning on spring. I think spring practice or winter, uh, I, I I don't see that just flying very well. We are in interesting times, Monty. I mean, if I'm a projected draft, if I'm projected to go in the NFL draft, I'm not going to play in the spring and have to turn around and go play, have to go to a, you know, training camps and all that uh, on the heels of a full season. I'm I'm not going to do that. Going to play on Saturday and then go to the combine on Monday. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen, but we'll keep speculating. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's busy up and down I-24 in and out of Rutherford County, uh, back into uh, Davidson County as well. A lot of radar out here and some crazy weather moving through our area. Please give yourself extra travel time as they finish that wreck on 24 westbound near Bell Road. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is the original hot chicken in Middle Tennessee. They're online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad, be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shops. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, Blue Raider football, second scrimmage of fall camp is in the books. Middle Tennessee took another step in preparation for its opener against Army today with their second scrimmage. The Blue Raiders got in about 35 plays in their first scrimmage the weekend prior, but up that to about 65 plays today. <clears throat> While they still have plenty to work on over the next two weeks ahead of the opener on September 5th, head coach Rick Stockstill is pleased with where they are midway through camp. He said, quote, I like some of the things we did, and I've seen some improvement from last week to this week. I like where we are at the halfway point. Are we there yet? Not even close, but we're getting there, unquote. The scrimmage was highlighted by a few big plays from the offense, and they were a welcome sign for redshirt junior quarterback Asher O'Hara. He had several long passing plays, including a 39-yard touchdown strike to redshirt junior H-back Joseph Sewell and a couple of long connections with freshman Jalen Lane, who displayed some fancy footwork on two catches along either sideline. So a lot to uh, to, to uh, discuss and a lot to take in right there. There's a full story on the scrimmage on GoBlueRaiders.com. Middle Tennessee uh, seniors Reed Blankenship and Robert Jones have been selected to the 2021 Reese's Senior Bowl Top 250 watch list. The Reese's Senior Bowl, played in Mobile, Alabama, is the nation's most prestigious college all-star game serving annually as the first step of the NFL draft process. A total of 93 players who've participated have been drafted, including 40 in the first three rounds in each of the last two years and 10 first-round picks in 2019. In recent years, the Reese's Senior Bowl watch list has contained almost 500 players, but given the current health climate around the country, this year the list was trimmed down to the top 250, but Reed Blankenship and Robert Jones of Middle Tennessee have made the list. All right, news out of the NCAA uh, Board of Directors today. They made uh, recommendations or actually took votes uh, for several different uh, things today, including eligibility. All fall sports student-athletes will receive both an additional year of eligibility and an additional year in which to complete it. Student-athletes who did not enroll full-time during the 2020 fall term have flexibility in the progress toward degree requirements that must be met for eligibility in future years. Financial aid. Schools are prohibited from canceling or reducing athletic scholarships if a college athlete in any sport opts not to participate due to COVID-19. The financial aid of fall sports senior student-athletes who take advantage of the additional year of eligibility and extended clock will not count against team limits in 21-22. Notification. Schools are required to review current insurance coverage for all student-athletes who are competing this fall and inform the student-athletes about the risk classifications of their sport as outlined in the resocialization of collegiate sport document that was uh, put out several months ago. And participation. The uh, schools are prohibited from requiring student-athletes to waive legal rights regarding COVID-19 as a condition of athletics participation. You know, early on, uh, several schools, uh, including the University of Tennessee, had waivers. They were asking uh, football players to sign. The NCAA Board of Directors says that will not happen. That uh, So that is uh, pretty big news. A lot of sweeping uh, uh, things that came from the uh, Board of Directors today. Uh, you can find all of that on NCAA. Com. All right, that's it. Weekend is here, folks. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Be nice to each other. We'll have another update for you coming on Monday. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. And remind everyone of the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill, brought to you by. Jerry Potts Auto Care. What's that number, Preston? 615-867-6622. All right. Yeah, let's see. So, uh, what else you got, Mommy? Well, you be an Oklahoma fan. Um, um, Kennedy Brooks of Oklahoma joined uh, a pretty good list of um, – outstanding players who has opted out for the season. So Sooners lose their top running back. They may have lost their one of the better defensive players too to a bad, uh, to a bad personal decision. So he got arrested for uh, DUI. Well, well, well. Vanderbilt's had five players drop out. Three linemen yeah. and, and their leading returning tackler. Um, what was his name? Dimitri Moore had 99 tackles last year. So that, add, that adds to already a long list of concerns for the Commodores. You there, Preston? I am. You know, the, uh, <laughs> the Commodores. Wake up. Uh, the, the Commodores continue to struggle. And uh, I, you got more information than I did about it because the last time I saw anything, they weren't releasing the names or the number of people that have opted out. Yeah, I think it's over 40 now. Um, of course, those include some players from leagues that aren't even playing anyway. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> well, the SEC schedule came out this week. Uh, let's look at that first week, um, September 26th. Um, they kind of made favorable matchups. They were pretty clear cut favorites, except a couple games. Um, Alabama at Missouri. Okay. See ya. Florida at Ole Miss, Georgia at Arkansas, Arkansas's life. Lost 19 straight SEC games. Do you think you'd ever see a day when you would say, make such a statement? No, I really didn't. You know, they, they came into the conference and were very competitive. Uh, was a nice addition. And in the last, you know, few years, they have really struggled. You know, it you know, used to be Texas and Arkansas playing for the national championship on a regular basis. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't seem that long ago. It is, though. You know, when you, when ago. Houston Nutt was there, they beat LSU at LSU the day after Thanksgiving, handing LSU its second loss of the season. Uh, LSU still won the national championship. So, I mean, they were good, they were good enough to beat a national champion on the road. And now they can't even win a game at home. No, can't. You know, you go back to Frank Burles, Lou Holtz. You know, Houston had some success. Bobby Petrino had some success. They had, uh, you know, they fired the guy from Wisconsin because he wanted to run the ball. And in the last three years, they've been terrible. The right. Chuck Morris experiment did not work out very well. Got Kentucky at Auburn. That could be a decent matchup. Could be. Um, Mississippi State at LSU. I guess if you've got to play at LSU, 
this would be the year to open up with them. Um, I know LSU's got better players, but, um, you know, again, how much is how much is the road factor really going to matter? Well, it's going to be interesting to see uh, with all the people that LSU lost. Uh, you know, we could go over the list. Most obvious is that the quarterback. To see what they're going to be able to uh, make the adjustments, who they're going to replace with. Is that guy going to be quality? Uh, you know, I've got my eye on LSU just to really kind of see how they respond and, and what product they're going to put on the field based on what they had last year. Got Vanderbilt at Texas A&M. Uh, boy, that's a tough matchup right out of the gate. Mercy killing. Then the, really, to me, the best matchup going in, I think if you look at what the spread will eventually be, uh, Tennessee at South Carolina. That ought to be a good game. A lot of heat going on at Carolina, South Carolina. You know, they need to um, improve from last year. And uh, the Vols are on an upswing. Finished the season very strong. And, you know, a lot of people talking about uh, they're going to improve even more this year and uh, compete for the Eastern Conference Championship. And, you know, I think the key for Tennessee, too, is um, can they pick up where they left off? They can't afford a start like they had last year. No, no. And I'd be greatly surprised because Pruitt not reminding them that uh, every day. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You can only get that on the Wake Up Crew, right? Yes. <laughs> no one else is talking about it at all. Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Good afternoon. It's busy up and down I-24 in and out of Rutherford County, uh, back into uh, Davidson County as well. A lot of radar out here and some crazy weather moving through our area. Please give yourself extra travel time as they finish their wreck on 24 westbound near Bell Road. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is the original hot chicken in Middle Tennessee. They're online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chug here on Time Traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. All right, let's look at tonight's... Um, high school um action preston but first if you got an issue with your car where do they go who do you call call jerry potts i don't care money 
615-867-6622. All righty, we got Huntland at Eagleville tonight. Two pretty good teams. Uh, Eagleville got a lot of experience back. Should be a good one. Ought to be a very good one. Uh, I'm hoping the boys from Eagleville are competitive and uh, get off to a good start. That's, they've got some really good skilled people and linemen back, so I look for a good year out of Eagleville. Uh, we've got Middle Tennessee Christian at White House, Heritage, um, Cougars, new coach, B.J. Robertson, um, White House, uh, a much they'll have a lot more players. Uh, they, they, you know, MTCS stepping up in class. That's uh, a pretty tough matchup, I think, opening week. Yeah, a very tough matchup. And stepping up a class is uh, difficult to say the least. So, uh, be a new level of competition and a tough opening for Middle Tennessee Christian. Hendersonville at Oakland. Oakland killed them last year, 59 to nothing. Hendersonville was very young. Um, They got some really good athletic skill people. Um, Oakland replacing some really good players. Got a lot of really good players back. Uh, But um, I think at least um, from history, uh, his history standpoint, one of the better mid-state matchups this week. Could be a very good matchup, but I, you know, think you used the wrong term, Monty, when you said replace. Oakland just reloads. Just fill in the holes. CPA at Riverdale. Riverdale was supposed to play Clarksville Northeast, who they easily beat last year. CPA, obviously, uh, private school and uh, uh, a different opponent. But it'll be a good test for Riverdale and uh, help prepare them when they get into the tough battles in their region. Riverdale, as I remember, mine was one of those teams that came on and improved quite a bit over the year. Uh, Hope they get off to a good start and finish and uh, get things going. Siegel at Franklin. uh, Adam Renshaw, the new head Coach Ed Siegel, uh, go, they go to Franklin, and um, pretty tough matchup, I think. Yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be a tough matchup. Pope John Paul II at Smyrna, I think this is going to be a really good matchup. Ought to be a good matchup. Two, two pretty solid teams. Uh, Stewart's Creek at Mount Juliet. Uh, of course, Stewart's Creek kind of turned everybody's head last year when they Knock Mount Juliet off in the opener. Now they go to Mount Juliet and Stewart's Creek replacing 32 seniors. Should be an interesting night for Stewart's Creek with that number. Ooh. And then on Saturday, um, Blackman at Alcoa. It was a good game here last year. Uh, Alcoa pulled away and won 23 to 14. And um, one thing I'll say about Blackman. Uh, they play Alcoa next week. They go to Ravenwood, who, by the way, has two high school preseason All-Americans by USA Today, and they also play Independence. So um, no cupcakes for the Blaze. You know, they, uh, they'll go out there and play them. I believe one of those uh, All-Americans' last name is Pollard. That would be the son of Greg Pollard, former MTSU uh all-conference defensive end. Remember old Greg. Well, you want to pick him? Let's pick him. Let's see how we do here. All right, Huntland at Eagleville. I'm going to go with the Eagles in a tight one. And I'm going with the Eagles, too. All right. Um, MTCS at White House. I'm going with White House. I am, too. Hendersonville at Oakland. I'm riding the Patriots. Reloading, baby, reloading. Patriots only eight games, and nobody wants to play them. <laughs> Can you blame them? No. <laughs> Floyd said he'd play them for $30,000. Be a good price. Still not enough. <laughs> CPA at Riverdale. Riverdale. I'm going to take CPA in a close one. Siegel at Franklin. Franklin. I concur. 
Pope John Paul II at Smyrna. I'm going to pick JP2 in a very, very close one. I'm, I'm riding the same way with you, Monty. Stewart's Creek at Mount Juliet. I'm going to take Mount Juliet's rebound from last year. I think I'm going to agree with you there. And Saturday night, Blackman at Alcoa. I'm going to have to take Alcoa. I am too. Uh, they're a tough team. Tough team year in and year out. And you talk about teams that reload, that's one of them. Every year. All right, Preston. Well, um, here's to a good um, Friday night of action. And uh look forward to going over it next week and uh, talking to you again. Sounds good, my man. Let's uh, have a good opening week and some very entertaining football. That's the coach, Preston O'Neill, joining us each Friday for a high school football Friday brought to you by Jerry Potts Auto Care. That'll do it for today. That'll do it for the week. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the games tonight. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. I'm Ron Jordan. Smyrna police say they've identified the man who gunned down somebody outside the Stars and Strikes Family Entertainment Center August 15th. 27-year-old Lorani Briley of Nashville being charged with five felony warrants and should be considered armed and dangerous. You'll find his picture posted on our website, wgnsradio.com. Police say he 